Will you join me in a moment of prayer? May these words, offered with humility and hope, draw us closer to you, O God, and one another. Amen. Is there anything more welcoming to come home to than the smell of baking bread? That rich aroma that tells you that supper is almost ready and not to worry, everything is going to be okay. I love to bake, and the ritual of mixing and kneading is somehow very soothing to my soul. And there was a time when I was a stay-at-home mom and I made all of our bread. That doesn't happen nearly as often these days, but when it does, I enjoy it even more. Jesus is often called the bread of life. What do we mean when we say that? Well, let's think about bread. What is it made of? That's not a rhetorical question. <laughs> Flour, sugar, yeast, shortening, salt, water. Maybe milk, maybe milk. And it's the yeast, right? The yeast is the essential ingredient to a loaf of risen bread. I think Jesus is more like the yeast than the bread of life. What would that loaf be like? Pretty flat and hard and tasteless, right? Let's not get into naan or pita, which is delicious flatbread. That, however, is not. It might be nourishing, but it, ha it lacks the essential something that would make it life-enriching. What would life be like without the love of God through Jesus? Would it be flat, hard, and tasteless as well? It would be for me. When you look at yeast, what do you see? There's certainly nothing very special about a handful of beige grains. But when you put them together with the right mixture ingredients, the right amounts of flour and sugar and salt and water and let it sit quietly in the right atmosphere, the right conditions. Not too hot, not too cold, but just right. Something quite spectacular happens. Those ingredients change into a living, growing thing and that lifeless lump of dough is suddenly much more than its individual ingredients. Those tiny grains of yeast, much less than 1% of the bread, have done this. It had the right ingredients, in the right proportions, and the right conditions to thrive. In our reading today from the Gospel of Matthew, we hear Jesus talking about the kingdom of heaven being like yeast being kneaded into flour, into bread. I think yeast is like love. I believe that yeast is to bread what love is to life. It is the essential ingredient. It takes the right conditions, respect, honor, truth, and the right conditions, safety, time, concern, for love to grow. And when the conditions are right, love can do anything. 
I believe that most of the problems of the world can be healed through love and with love. Because what is ignoring poverty, hunger, injustice, abuse, or environmental damage except a lack of love? When you care about someone, love is present. And when you love someone, you want to do all that is possible to heal their hurts. And sometimes it seems like no matter what we do, it is not enough. At times like this, I try to remember to call on the power and the love of God and remember that I am not alone in any of my endeavors. And that everything I do is with the understanding that its power comes from love, not me. And I don't mean to say that it is enough to say that I love you and care about you as it is to transform this love into action, because love without action is simply pity. But love with action can be transforming. That love is shown through our actions in our homes and in the wider community. How many of us contribute time, money, and energy to organizations to try and play a part in the healing and mending of the world? The healing and mending of a person's pain. And we do it not for the praise that we may receive, but for the hope of changing somebody's life for the better. And perhaps we do it just one person at a time. We support the food bank. We teach Sunday school. We provide space for community groups. We support the mission and service, the wider outreach of the United Church. The pastoral care team cares for one another. We sponsor refugees. These are all expressions of love, and they all started because someone cared enough to say, I can make a difference, and together we can make a difference. I like to think of God as a baker mixing a batch of dough, perhaps sourdough bread, using us like grains of yeast. And the reason that I use sourdough bread as an example is because in order to make sourdough bread, you need a starter. You need wild yeast. It's just a mixture of mashed, overcooked potatoes and flour and a little sugar. And this ferments all on its own. And you can continue to use it for years. All you need to do is keep adding a little warm water and a sugar to it. It's alive and active. It never gives out unless you mistreat it. And just as each of the ingredients in the loaf of bread is important and necessary, so is each one of us important and necessary in the context of the whole community. But we are not just this gathered community on Sunday morning. We are not just this family of faith. We are also the family and the family of faith of all people, and each one of us has something unique to offer to the world. And being followers of Christ, it is our privilege and our responsibility to share that gift with the world. We are at the beginning of our ministry together. How will we be yeasty people 
How will we spread God's love? Who knows where God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit may lead us? None of us know, but I am looking forward to the journey and the discoveries. In our reading today from Paul, we hear his words ring down through the centuries. For I am certain that nothing can separate us from the love of God through Christ. Not trouble or hardship or persecution or hunger or poverty. Not death, not life, not the present and not the future. We often hear those words at funerals or memorial services, and each time I hear them, I am struck at how reassured I feel that God's love through Jesus is with us always. And it's not the promise of a trouble-free life, but the promise of God's unending presence and love. How many of us have been comforted in unexpected ways, just when the world and all its problems and concerns seem too much to bear? I know I have been. Sometimes it's a hug. Sometimes it's an ear to listen. Sometimes it's financial assistance. But it all started because someone cared enough to see the pain and do something about it. And that comfort has enabled me to comfort someone else. And the care continues to grow and live and thrive, just like yeast, in the right conditions. What do you see when you look in the mirror? Do you see somebody unremarkable, ordinary? Someone who couldn't possibly do a lot to heal the hurts of a world that is sometimes so painful? A world that too often seems to lack the leavening power of love. The next time you think, what can I do? Think of those tiny grains of yeast that with the right conditions, the right ingredients, we transform that lifeless lump of flour and water into a meal to feed the hungry. And that with love, we can transform a home, a community, a workplace, and the world. Thanks be to God for the challenge and the opportunity of being yeasty people. Amen.